So very happy and excited to be joined today by Ram Wiener. And to give a little bit of uh, background on Ram, Ram serves as Vice President of Business at Sashidananda Ashram Yogaville, overseeing the Integral Yoga Academy, all the teachers programs, the Department of Program Development and Advertising. He is a skilled teacher. Ram is certified in meditation, Raja Yoga, children's yoga, adaptive yoga, gentle yoga, and intermediate Hatha Yoga. Ram is also a native of Central America and is fluent in Spanish, Portuguese, French, and English. So thanks. Thanks for joining us today, Ram. Sure. I hope I can be fluent in English. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you say now you've had the most time practicing uh, speaking English of all the languages you speak? Sure. Yeah, definitely. I left I left home when I was the first time when I was 14. And so I've been speaking more English than, than anything else since then. So you, you left home when you were 14, like permanently left home, you mean? Uh, I was sent to school uh, in the States. And, uh, and then I went to college. And then I went back for about a year and a half. And, and then I went back to graduate school. And so I, I stayed here since all that time. So yes, I just went back for a year and a half, uh, but I left home when I was 14, yeah. Was that something that, that you wanted or that your parents wanted for you? Um, my parents wanted, my parents are uh, from Europe and they always thought that uh, in the US you can get a, the best education that really kind of uh, admire and respect the United States. And uh, I was in El Salvador and, and uh, uh, there weren't that, the schools weren't that great. I wasn't studying that much and they felt that I could get a better education in the States. So they sent me mm. to the States and I, and I was all for it. Yeah, it was a great adventure. Yeah. Can you remember like what you felt like during that time that was happening? how I felt like how you felt during that time like what a what a huge transition in your life right yeah it was it was it was a big transition but uh, I thought it was a real uh, real gift that I was given but I ended up that I didn't like being in the in the high school in the states it wasn't it wasn't that the best <laughs> I mean it was uh, I learned a lot academically but uh, it was an all-boys school and it was very competitive and uh I think most of the kids were, uh, were sons of uh, parents who, who were just kind of trying to either divorce or were having problems and they, got, they wanted to have their kids away. So uh, they weren't that nice, uh, a lot of them, especially for someone who came from another country. So, uh, so it was a, an awakening for me in that way. Mm. So do you look back at that time? Like, it sounds like it might've been a bit challenging for you to go through that experience, you know, on your own with all these other kids that um, maybe weren't that, that friendly or welcoming or, or whatever it was. How do you kind of reflect on that now um, in terms of the effect that it, that it's had on you as an adult? Uh I don't reflect that much on it. Uh, basically, it, it did affect me right afterwards, but that, well, that was one of the great things about uh, meeting Gurdav is that he, uh, all those insecurities that were caused by being, and these kids being very critical or mean or whatever, uh, 
I just started developing into the person that, that I wanted to be. And, uh, I, and I learned to forgive and forget <laughs> and wish him all the best. And uh, they were doing what they could do the best and at, at that time because of their circumstances. So I, I've never, I've never, I don't think it's affected me in the last 30 years or anything like that, no. So I'll ask you about forgiveness. Is that, is that something that's challenging for you uh, to forgive? And when you have been able to forgive, what have you noticed about the effect that it's had on you when, when you can do it? Well, what I, what I, what I see of, of forgiveness, if I don't, the person who loses is myself because I, I carry that within me and then it, it, it doesn't free me. So by forgiving, I kind of free myself from, from any hard feelings uh, that I have for that other person or situation. So, uh, but I, I, it has to be real. It has to be authentic. I, I have to see, okay, what, what, am I, what am I forgiving here? And, but I try to get to that point where sincerely uh, I wanna uh, forgive. Uh, the main thing is, the hardest part is to forget. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, and that's, that's a challenge. And um, I don't know if I've, I've totally uh, accomplished that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I reached the same conclusion that, you know, if I don't, if I don't forgive, it's really going to affect me. And I, I don't want, you know, those kind of, uh, thoughts of animosity or ill ill will towards towards other people, but it still seems challenging sometimes. Like, well, why why even though like I know that on an intellectual level that it, it's it's healthy for me to to forgive other humans, why is it still challenging? Like, what are the obstacles in the way of us being able to do that more easily? Well, for me, it 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 it's. It, it's not that difficult because uh, I learned from the experience that when I don't do it, I really become miserable, and I don't I don't want that. So I I I thrive to try to figure it out. But the first thing I do, which really helps me, is uh, I do the Om Triambaka Mantra uh, to that person and try uh, and send them good wishes because obviously I have negative feelings towards that person. And, and by, by wishing that person well, then the mind starts shifting into a, a more neutral place instead of an accusatory place. And, uh, and once, not that you're all loving and all that to that person, but you're trying to get to that, that and, and think of the positive things of, of that person. So trying to get away from those negative thoughts uh, into, and by, it's really by placing positive thoughts in there that changes the, 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 the way the mind is thinking and it brings it to a, a more of a point of stillness. Mm. And, we, and, and in that point of stillness, then that peace comes in and you can look at it at, from a point of, okay, we're on this together and not from a point of animosity or, or, or blaming or anything like that. 
I want to ask you about uh, competition. Uh, I know that you enjoy, you know, playing sports um, and whatnot. You know, what do you see as being like a healthy competition versus maybe unhealthy competition? Sure. Yeah, competition uh, brings the best and the worst in us. Uh, but the worst is that you can learn from it. You, because if, for example, the, the sport that I play the most is tennis. And so it's not really a team sport. So you, you have to be responsible for how you're acting on the court. It's not like you can uh, blame another teammate for something. It's you versus somebody else. And so you can really analyze how your mind is if you're starting getting angry and then you see your anger coming up over because you're losing or something like that. And uh, then you can analyze and grow from that. On the positive side, which there are many, it, it, it teaches it when, I, when I'm in competition, I tend to focus more. And uh, by focusing, it, it brings a, a strength to the mind to do that. And, uh, and also physically, after, after playing tennis, for example, I feel really good because uh, it improves the circulation. Uh, I sweat any toxins and, uh, and there's movement in the body that, that helps me relax. So, uh, so, so it, 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 it helps me in, in, in strengthening the mind in that way. And also observing any, any negative things about myself and, and learning from that. And I've learned that if I get angry or frustrated, it just makes it worse. It doesn't make it better. So through repeatedly, uh, doing that mistake, I, I get less angry, less frustrated until I get to the point where I'm, I'm more detached. Mm. Before, before we started, we were talking about, uh, kind of just how you're feeling today versus yesterday, you know, and you mentioned that you're feeling better today than you were, you know, yesterday. So, uh, what I, what I want to ask you is about just like navigating these waves that we go through like days where every just, everything just seems great and I'm feeling light and happy. And then other days where things are tough and uh, I'm frustrated. Maybe I'm feeling angry. I'm, I'm angry at myself for feeling angry. Uh, how do you uh, tend to just navigate the waves of life? by accepting that it, it's part of life. It's not all always that you're going to feel great. Uh, and uh, that's where the teachings come when you're not, when, when things aren't going well, uh, that's when I, I'm, I, I need to, to use the teachings and, uh, and also accept that what's happening. Don't deny it. You're not feeling well. What's the reason? Uh, analyze it and, and see what you can do to, to get to a, a, a better better place. Most of the time it's the mind. And, uh, although there are outside circumstances that can cause that. And, uh, like the example I was, I, I, yesterday I got some emails that weren't, that weren't really that great, <laughs> and, uh, which uh, affected me. So I had to, what I had to do is, uh, get my mind again, like we talked just a few minutes ago, get to a mind to a peaceful place so I can, uh, I don't dwell on, on, on what was happening. So, 
it's how that it's how I respond to things that's important. The the, act, the actions outside of me are will constantly be there, and, and it's no accident. I feel that anything that happens in front of us is for the welfare of our evolution. So if I look at it that way, then then I I, I I'm a, I'm in a more positive frame, and I see it that okay, this is this is good. And the second thing, it'll pass. <laughs> so, and 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 the 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 faster I recognize that, the le- uh, the less time I'll be unhappy or or unjoyful. Yeah. Hmm. Is is spirituality having a spiritual practice, you know, related to being mature? Uh, for lack of a better word, you know, I'll use the word like being spoiled, you know, for myself, when I uh, am feeling frustrated, right. Or things aren't going my way. I'm not getting what I want. You know, I try to remind myself that, you know, I don't get to have everything that I want. Like, that's not what, what life is about. Um, So, this like kind of zooming out and, and asking the question, you know, what do, what do I expect uh, out, of, out of life? Am I, am I being spoiled just always wanting it, you know, my way? Um, so I guess what, what I'm asking about is just like the relationship between having a spiritual practice and, and being a mature human being. Well, I don't mind if, if nature wants to spoil me, that's okay with me, but, <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, but it does too anyway, right? Like that's a part of the aspect is just like looking at all of the gifts and like looking at my life and saying, wow, I have been so spoiled in, in so many ways. Well, the thing about the spirit, what I've learned in the spiritual path is that I'm not going to, I, I, you know, desires are not gonna are, are not gonna cause my happiness. I, I I can have some wants and stuff, but I if if I don't get them, I'm not I, I I'm ready to let them go, uh, or else I don't want to spend my whole life in uh, a single want that I have until it happens. If, if it's I can try, and if it doesn't happen, I move on to the next. <laughs> but the main thing is to accept. Uh, everything that's happening and, 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 and have gratitude uh, for, for whatever great things are happening because life is a, a mixture of both. And uh, so I'll try to focus on, on that I have good health, that I have a spiritual teacher, that uh, I, I know some nice people, that I like the people I serve with. So there's so many things that I, I can be grateful that I... I don't want the mind to start getting bogged down on one or two things that I desire thinking that it's going to make me happy. And uh, not that it, that doesn't happen, but it doesn't, it doesn't go for that long anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Not going uh, that long anymore. Like, a, you know, the, maybe the challenging times um, are less, right? the duration is, is less. Do you think it's, it's, it's good to like acknowledge your victories in a, in a way there? Um, 
because I think like the tendency is to be very hard on ourselves always is like, you know, which way, what ways am I not, you know, being good or doing good, but is there an aspect of, of positive reinforcement that can be valuable to kind of look at yourself and say, Oh, okay. I got really angry there, but maybe a few years back, it would have lasted for, you know, a few days or the whole day. And now it only lasted, you know, for an hour. Is, is there an aspect of kind of positively reinforcing ourselves that's important? I, I don't know if positively reinforcing would be uh, the case for me. Uh, I basically, I'm great. Again, I'm grateful that, okay, now uh, I, it kind of reinforces my spiritual path. Okay, I'm in the right path because uh, I'm, I'm not holding on to stuff for months. It used to be a year. Now it's now it's months. Now it's weeks, and then it's days, and then it's hours, and then it's minutes. So I see the progress, and I'm I'm just grateful that uh, 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 to my teacher, you know, to Gurda, for that because he he's the one who who got me into this path. I was obviously looking for something and uh, searching for something didn't have any inclination that it was spirituality or anything like that. I definitely was not inclined on that, but so he kind of just took me and transformed my life. So I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to enjoy life uh, more because I'm not holding on to all those uh, insignificant things that I, I thought before were so important and just, again, and just move on and, and go on with life. How did Gurudev do that for you, transform your life? You need to ask him. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I, I was just, uh, I, I remember when I, when I first, well, it's a long story. I mean, but when I, when I first took my Hatha class, the peace that I felt at the end of the Hatha class was something that I had never felt before. And but I had no interest in a guru or I thought that's not for me, you know? Uh, so, but things in life brought me to that. And, uh, and uh, eventually, you know, I started uh, slowly taking in the teachings and saw the effects that it had on my life. And slowly but surely I started surrendering and surrendering a little bit more and more to the fact that I, I had a human being that was a spiritual teacher that could guide me, and I resisted it uh, uh, for a, a, quite a while. So uh, uh, it it was just it was meant to be. I, I wasn't really looking for that specific thing. It just happened. It was my he taught destiny. that class for you. He was the teacher. Okay. He was the teacher, and that. No, he was not. No, it was at the Integral Yoga Institute in New York that I took the class. No, no. But you felt, you know, such peace when that was over, and you knew that that was kind of co connected uh, to him in a way that no, you had no. to move forward. Or no, no, no. That's what kept me coming back to the to the institute. I mm -hmm. didn't connect it to him. It took me a while to connect anything to him uh, because I was. It was such a a, a different thing, you know, uh, uh, that a human being could uh, could have an effect on me that strongly. So, 
or that I could see see that. So it took a while. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's challenging for people who have never had that kind of experience or a relationship with a, a guru or a teacher um, to understand the benefit, you know, uh, and based on what you just shared, you know, you, it kind of seems as like you were in that um, category yourself, you know, you had no interest and in you couldn't understand it, but you went through experiences uh, and were opened up onto a new path where you saw the benefit. So can you like describe the, the benefit a little bit of uh, what, like what you saw to keep you moving in that direction? Well, first of all, I have to say that, you know, other things weren't working out. So if everything was working really well, then I, I, then I wouldn't have been re uh, receptive to it, but things weren't working in my life. Uh, I, I wasn't happy. Uh, and, uh, so he came along when, when, when I was looking, I was obviously looking for something to, that would make me a, a better human being or a happier human being. And, uh, it, it's hard to explain, but, uh, I just started, he basically, uh, I mean, he opened my heart. That's basically it. And, uh, and, uh, that's major heart surgery. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so if someone can do that, you know, it's not, it's not, it's, it was it's not that intellectual. It was like, wow, you know, all of a sudden I'm feeling some love for humanity, for people and for myself. And, uh, he did, he opened my heart to him mainly. And then obviously it then spreads to others. So it was, it was a heart opening experience. And, and that's what, if I really had to pinpoint it, that's what it was. It wasn't okay. He said this, and that makes sense. And uh, although I did, I did, I did resonate with his teachings. Not all of them. I figured, okay, this is most anybody. I've resonated with most what someone has said. And it, and even I took mantra initiation, not being a hundred percent sure, and you're supposed to be. But uh, I went ahead and did it anyway. And thank God it worked. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah. So was it was it acceptance? Like, did you feel that he accepted you as you were then, and and that made such a difference, and that opened up your heart that you didn't feel that before? Uh, that that. Uh, When I say, I mean, I would cry when I would see him. I mean, it's hard to explain. It, it was just like, like I said, a heart surgery. I mean, he, he would walk in and all of a sudden I had these feelings that I've never had in my life. And uh, not, not only he was accepting me, he was just loving me unconditionally. And uh, so I would just, I would, sometimes I, it was embarrassing how I would, uh, there were people around and, I was more concerned about what are they going to think, <laughs> you know, it just came out and, and I couldn't control it. So it's something that it's, it's hard for maybe to people to understand. I don't know, but for, for that to happen, uh, I know this is it. I mean, no one else can do, no, this has never happened in my life. And, uh, I like this, uh, whatever, you know, so, uh, 
you know, this is where those feelings, uh, I don't, or, it, yeah, this is, this is, this is it. <laughs> yeah. I think about compartmentalizing sometimes. And when I hear you discussing that, you know, I, I imagine him doing the opposite, that he was living the teachings, right? He, he embodied that which he, you know, talked about, um, but it also seems pretty common to be able to kind of box things up, right? Especially on the spiritual path. It's like, okay, I'm in spiritual study right now, or I'm, I'm teaching a Hatha class. So in, in these moments, I am maybe feeling love or tuning into higher source, but what about in the day-to-day stuff, you know, when I'm uh, getting food or I'm driving my car, like, I just want to ask you about, about kind of that, that human tendency to be very different in different situations, right? And how do we get beyond that, you know, to the place that it, it seems that Gurudev was where he was, he was living this all the time, that love and kindness was just permeating his being all the time. I'm not there yet, so I can't tell you. <laughs> I try to, you know, what I, again, uh, I catch myself if I'm not being loving or if I'm, if I'm not being uh, kind to someone. I, now I catch myself uh, almost immediately. That's a benefit of meditation. I mean, I'm totally aware when it happens and I try to shift that uh, right away. And, 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 and when I'm feeling angry or negative or anything like that, I, I try to be extra kind to people uh, because I know that's, that I'm feeling that way. So I don't want to, to transfer that energy to anybody, you know? So I, I try to be extra kind or extra loving uh, when that happens. Uh, or if I'm, if I'm really bad off, I, I, I go bicycling or, uh, or whatever it takes. But, uh, you know, I, I know that, I know one thing I know is I don't want to be that way. So uh, I'll do whatever it takes to get out of it. And not that I want to, I want to suppress it. I will analyze it, but I'm not going to analyze it right there when I'm feeling that way. I have to get to that neutral point, which I get through either meditation or Hatha yoga. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and by thinking positive thoughts about the situation. So analyzing it, you know, I think of our relationships to ourselves, right? So maybe I was, I was mean to another person. I wasn't feeling kind, right? Now, how do I reflect on, on myself in, in that action, right? Like, do I berate myself? Do I say, ah, you know, you were, you were lousy there. Like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you be more kind and more loving? So is there even a trick here, I don't know if maybe a trick isn't the right word, but to that, that a key is being able to accept all aspects of ourselves, even when we're not maybe the way that we want to be. And by, by accepting that, maybe that it loses its hold a little bit. Whereas when I'm like saying like, Oh, you were no good there. I found that that's going to stick around a lot longer if I don't give myself the freedom to be essentially any anyway. 
Yeah, I, my initial reaction is not to berate myself. Uh, I guess I, I've never had that happen. I, I don't, that's not a tendency in my part. What my tendency is I'll blame the, the other person. <laughs> that, mm. That's the first thing I do, which is not it's great. And again, uh, or I, I, or I, forget a person I could tell I ate the wrong thing <laughs> that's why I'm acting. <laughs> so that's why I'm acting this way or I overate or I uh, I didn't sleep or I did this uh, but uh, no I, I I whatever it is I, I yeah I think you're right I try to get to that point where I'm re- I'm responsible for the way I'm feeling why am I why did I get this way and how can I prevent it from happening? And uh, that's one way analyzing. And like I said, another thing is just do other things, like go go do hatha yoga or pranayama or 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 go play, you know, uh, bicycling or or jogging, whatever helps uh, to get you to to a point where that energy is not infiltrating your whole system. What about giving it up, just giving it to a higher power. Like, I don't understand this. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm releasing it. Yeah. Is, is no, that, I, yeah. Yeah. That's, I would say that's, that's my saving grace. I mean, uh, I, because a, a lot of times I, I, a lot of times I don't know what's happening especially why is this happening? And, uh, so I have to ask for guidance because I can't figure it out. So, uh, and, and, and that's the beauty of the spiritual path is that you pray to, for guidance and then it, 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 the things happen uh, around, you know, when you're in the situation or, or whatever, and you learn the lesson there, uh, how, how what, what it would have been a better way of handling it or, or acting in that situation and and that softens me up i mean usually that's the lesson to me just soften up you know mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal uh and that's what i learned be be gentle with not only with with people but with yourself and yeah and with others and uh and it's not that important <laughs> i mean uh and so yeah that's the beauty of this that I, i'm i'm constantly asking for guidance because i'm not that intelligent i can't figure it out so <laughs> i love that just you know softening up the idea of that that really resonates uh strongly with me i think about even like the collective ego of of human beings right in a way we've been given like our gift is also um possibly our our biggest flaw and like our intelligence, because we can understand so much that sometimes, you know, we delude ourselves into thinking that we can know everything, right? So there's, there's really a lack of, of humility there. And, and, and I think this is what you're referring to. Uh, and maybe an essential component of the spiritual path is giving it up. Is I don't know, you know, I don't need to know necessarily. Um, I think this is really like a major obstacle. I'm wondering if you notice this too. It's like human beings, like we, we take our opinions so seriously. It's like what I think about this and that, and that person, like our judgments, like go, go absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Judgment is a, is a, a really, a really detrimental for sure. And, uh, 
again, uh, that's what, it, it, it doesn't help at all. Uh, and uh, I, I find myself doing that less and less. Not that I don't do that still. Uh, uh, but my, that's, again, part of the spiritual path. It's not like all of a sudden you're not judging anybody. Uh, no, it's, it, it, instead of judging uh, uh, every day, uh, you're judging, uh, you know, every month or whatever. You know, it just becomes less and less. And, and I, because you start realizing it, it's not going to get you anywhere. And who am I to be judging anybody else anyway? I have my own stuff. So, uh, and it... it it, it, I've learned that it doesn't help me and, and I don't feel good about myself when I do that either. It's like, I know better, you know, that I'm judging you. So it, it is a, a, the ego, a part of the ego doing that. So uh, I try not to do it. When I catch myself, I say, okay, you know, uh, watch yourself. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about feeling jealousy uh, versus feeling, you know, respect and just admiration for another, another, another person. You know, we have a choice to make when we see uh, a, maybe a quality that um, looks like it might be impressive. You know, that I could feel either bad about myself for not having that quality, or uh, I can, I can just say, oh, this is a different person than me, and I, I respect them for the quality that they have. Well, uh, I think we all go through that, especially when we're growing up, uh, is, is uh, trying to copy or imitate other people or, or, or stuff like that. And I failed miserably in, in copying anybody else. And uh, I, I've learned that, you know, we, and Gurudev said, we're all unique. We're all unique. Uh, we're all different and we're all unique. And we have to find that, that, that authentic self. I, I was the other day. I saw uh, a saying on a, on a blackboard here at the ashram, which said, "When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be." So, mm. uh, and and that's what I think uh, we're being molded into is, uh, you know, into that that unique person that God created us for, and and by letting go of of. Uh, of trying to be like somebody else, which I, like I said, I, I failed miserably, <laughs> thank God. Uh, so uh, then you just try to tune in to that, to the universal intelligence to guide you into the, the person that not only that a good person, but also that, that person that you like to be. There's, there's part of us that we want to be a certain, uh, we want to be that that person that loves themselves. And uh, so the universe helps us in, in, in doing that. But through my intelligence, I haven't been able to figure that out. Uh, I have to kind of em uh, surrender to, to the higher an intelligence or to Gurudev or to God in order to guide me into that person that I want to be. Mm. But uh, I, I don't try to imitate anybody else anymore. <laughs> I love that. That's such such a great line that, you know, letting go to what I am, I become uh, what I might be, right? Or, or something like that, right? And when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's like this, this like letting go feels extremely key to me on the spiritual path. path. Like it's like just let, letting go to what's happening, right? 
Yeah, for me, the spiritual path is okay. Uh, you're you're being molded into an instrument of of the divine, and uh, you have to let go of that ego part, or else you're not you you're not really surrendering to to the to the higher energy or to the divine. So, uh, and that that has to ha- that happens daily. <laughs> That you have to surrender, and when you're in the spiritual path, it's not like everything's going really well and all that. No, things don't go well, and you have to surrender to that, and and that's molding you into the person that that God, God or Guru are molding you into. It feels so much more joyful to me, or that's like the the doorway into joy. Like when when I let go, now I can I can experience joy. Sure. And yeah, and, and and sometimes we have to kind of hit ourselves, uh, hit against a wall a few times before we we surrender. So even surrendering, Gurudev used to say, "You don't even surrender. You're made to surrender." I mean, mm. yeah. So things continue happening until you you just give up and you say, "Okay, I surrender." But you're made to surrender by the the, the the situations in your life. They keep repeating themselves. And you keep doing the same thing until you say, okay, that's it. I surrender. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's really just like the essence of God and like the power of, of having a belief in God is really all, all about that is like checking our ego and surrender, surrendering yeah. to a, a higher force, right? And like you said, you have to keep on a lot of times banging against walls and getting burnt before you realize that um, doing it all yourself, so to speak, uh, or thinking that you, you can take credit for what's happening or something like that is, is just not working. Yeah. Or, or thinking, no, the, 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 the next time, it, the next time is going to be different, but mm. it, it's not, you know, it's like, uh, uh, that, that story about this person that kept walking in the, the, the street and, and falling in the, in the hole, in the, in the hole every time and, and being upset because it happened until he he figured it out. he went to the other side of the street and walked that way so uh yeah All right just, yeah. and it's like this letting go i think like builds like this levity where we're not so like beholden to the path that we're taking right like that's why that guy is taking the same path every time because that's what he knows that's what he's familiar with right. but if i let go and everything's light it's like oh i'll try this this time and see how that goes that's and right. You, that's where discovery lies for sure and but and again that's where fear comes where you're afraid to try you know to i guess fear and surrender are totally different you know because it's hard to but but sometimes even with the fear you surrender because you 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 haven't you're not happy so you you do surrender Mm. and not knowing what's going to happen Yeah, fear is <laughs> such an elusive, uh, elusive character, so to speak, right? And it, it it seems almost impossible to completely get rid of it. But more of the question is, is like, what do what do I do when it comes? That's right. Uh, yeah, how much do I allow it to dominate my life? Um, but for me, that that takes me back to gratitude. Gratitude is is what what like my weapon against fear. I would say what you were alluding to mm-hmm. before is like if I'm mm-hmm. feeling grateful really genuinely grateful. Like I feel that about what I've had so far in my time of life. 
then I'm not scared for what's going to happen because even if I don't get anything else, I'm still satisfied. I'm content. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, fear, because fear is, is you're afraid that you're not going to get what you want. And uh, so by being grateful, then you're, you, you're saying, Oh, I, I appreciate everything that I've gotten. So uh, why, why be fearful since I, I have all of that? Yeah. Ron, thanks so much. Uh, okay. I've enjoyed our time uh, together. Um, I hope I made some sense. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> and thanks for uh, for all your service. I know you're such a um, instrumental, you know, part of this. Not to, to to feed the ego or anything. I know you've you've gotten a, as much as you as you've given. But um, just gratitude to you for for every day. You know, showing up. Um, participating and um, building our spiritual community. Yeah. yeah, I'm very blessed to be able to do that. And Gurdjieff said, you, uh, you've been given an opportunity to serve. You know, it's not like I'm, not, I'm needed or anything like that. I've given an opportunity and uh, uh, I'm making hay while the sun shines. You know? mm. uh, is that the expression? I don't know if that's correct or not. But uh, Yeah, make hay when the when the sun shines, it's, yeah. it's shining now. So I'm going to take advantage or this is the opportunity for service. So I'm going to, I'm going to serve. Um, do you think at all more about like any, any kind of, um, I don't know, goals or, or changes to your life that you're kind of considering um, into the future? Or are you just simply being present and don't really think too much about the future? Uh, I, I don't uh, right now, especially in these days. I don't know what the future <laughs> will will uh, will come. You know what what will happen in the future. Uh, so I can't plan anything, not knowing what what's out there anymore. <laughs> so uh, just I, I just focus on the present. Yeah, uh, I mean I do uh, focus on okay, what can we do with, like what I do here at the ashram? Like what can I do with programs or, or the, uh, the store or something like that? But uh, basically uh, I wake up uh, and <laughs> I try to focus on the present uh, uh, and, and enjoy the present. And that's my thing. Enjoy everything that, that, that I'm doing. That's my goal, <laughs> to find joy in everything. Ah, thank you, Ram. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this content and think others might as well, please feel free to share and subscribe.